For years, BreweryDB has been the industry's only professionally curated source of brewery knowledge and responsible for mapping millions of visits to breweries all across the United States. In early 2021, BreweryDB revealed a whole new platform with all new features for craft lovers to plan their unique brewery experience. Find, filter, search, and route your way to breweries worldwide and in your own neighborhood. To take full advantage of the optimized power of BreweryDB and to increase your brew knowledge, visit BreweryDB.com, your digital destination for brewery experiences. Good Beer Matters shares the stories of craft and culture found in every glass, and I'm excited to announce that the Good Beer Matters podcast and BreweryDB are collaborating this year to help you get to the bottom of it. Visit us at BreweryDB.com and GoodBeerMatters.net to finally have the experience you've been missing. My name is Jeremy, and this is Good Beer Matters. I think it is absolutely one of the best ways that you can build brand awareness. You've got to learn how to court your customers through your marketing efforts. It really is all about the experience. What do you want the consumer to walk away with? In the old days of marketing, luck was a significant aspect of a successful campaign filled with jingles and interruptions. Now we've learned to add value in the form of branded content that works better for your beer business. My next guest is a coach and a guide who navigates us through the world of content marketing. I've studied, traveled, and tasted my way through some of the best beer the world has to offer. Over the past few years, I've also spoken to beer industry leaders from around the globe, and one thing is certain, the art, the science, and the culture of beer has more of a profound effect on us than we realize. There's a story of craft and culture found in every glass, and I intend to get to the bottom of it. These are the stories of us, of great food and the beer that brings it all together. I hope you enjoy episode 75 of Good Beer Matters with my good friend, once again, Julie Rhodes. Welcome back to the Good Beer Matters podcast. Um, uh, There's a little bit of a trend going on here. Uh, I'm bringing uh, guests on for a third time uh, to kind of form an exclusive club not because uh, we can talk so easily about beer and, and other things about beer, which we can, um, and not because uh, they've paid me, which they haven't, but because they have so much knowledge, so much inner, um, uh, information to share, and they're entertaining, um, that I uh, they're, they've become my go-to resource for uh, subjects like this. And, and so you got a taste from the last episode. This episode, I'm bringing back my good friend, Julie Rhodes, from Not Your Hobby Marketing to talk about um, a very specific type of marketing and what we can do with it. Julie, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Oh, Jeremy, thank you. I, I'm super excited to be here. I am. I consider myself privileged to be in the 3 P club on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I can't wait to talk about marketing with you. Well, and and, and I, I spoke with uh, Chris, our mutual friend. Actually, you connected me with Chris to uh, get him on the podcast in the beginning. But I told him, uh, kind of like in Saturday Night Live, uh, if you if you host for five times, you get a jacket. So two more times, I got to come up with a special <laughs> thing for you guys. Um, uh, but either way, uh, thank you for coming back yet again. Um, but if this is the very first podcast that someone is listening and being introduced to you and your work, will you give us a quick rundown of your background just to kind of make sure everyone's up to speed? Yeah, sure. Of course. Um, and I guess it's kind of hard to put myself and my business into a nutshell, but, um, I, I do probably some pretty specific things. Um, if you want to give me a big giant umbrella, I am a, uh, beverage alcohol business consultant. Um, that's the best way to put it because I work with breweries. I work with cideries, uh, meaderies, um, seltzer folks, you know, CBD people, um, pretty much across the board on, on beverage alcohol. And, um, even though I hate the term consultant, that's pretty much what I am. Um, I, I like to use the term coach a little bit more. I was going to um, say because, a guide. Yeah. I, I would have said a guide. <laughs> yeah, like a guide. Yeah. Um, because a lot of what I do is, 
you know, 50% education. So I do a lot of teaching and 50% sort of, you know, just working, workshopping with people like in real time, just tackling, you know, what do you have going on with your business? What's going on in your market? What's going on with your brand? And let's figure out how to grow your business um, and grow your brand and make it better and work a little smarter and not harder. Um, wait, 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 wait. The- say, say those words again, <laughs> work smarter, not harder. That, work that sounds smarter, crazy. Not harder. That, yes, crazy. I know. <laughs> I, I come from the same cloth as, as Chris in that, um, we're both big fans of, you know, like the e-myth and traction and, you know, um, structures like that where, you know, you can work, uh, in the business, but, it, the business shouldn't be working you, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I do that in, I, I kind of stay in three lanes, um, very specific lanes. Um, and that is dealing with outside sales. Um, so beverage sales in the wholesale channel, uh, dealing with digital marketing optimization. So helping you kind of improve your social media, email, website, all that good stuff. Um, anything in a digital channel of marketing, I don't do, you know, like tap handles or merch or any of that stuff. Um, and then I, my, my big wheelhouse is distribution management. So, um, I work with beverage alcohol producers to improve their relationships with their distributors and wholesalers. Um, cause who doesn't want to do that? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a big mystery for most people. There's no guidebook, you know, that you can buy on this. So, uh, we talk about how to work better with their distributors and, uh, have more like create a more profitable relationship pretty much. Yeah. Cause, um, cause you know, people who work at distributors are, are wonderful people and they are very like-minded, but the distribution is a completely different animal and it takes some understanding and finesse to, to work with that animal. Right. Yes, very much so. And, um, to be honest with you, I found that I, you know, people that find success with wholesale um, are very secretive about it because they don't want to share, <laughs> you know, their their little points of success with people. So, um, you know, after after spending well over a decade um, on supplier side sales uh, and working with a multitude of distributors across the U.S., um, it just became one of those weird little you know, talents that I picked up along the way. And I thought I really do want to share this with people because I don't you know, the more question marks that I can eliminate out there in our market, um, in the beverage alcohol market, the better. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of my take on everything. I, you know, I teach, uh, digital courses. I have a group coaching program, like a mastermind uh, program that I do. And I work with, uh, companies one-on-one as well. Yeah, and, so yeah, that's and, me. <laughs> and I've been I've been uh, fortunate to uh, talk with you one on one. I've been fortunate to be a part of that mastermind group and listen to the contributions not only from you but uh, some of the contributions from other people in part of it uh, in part of that group. Um, and I did admit to you uh, because of uh, uh, you know being so busy lately, I'm a little bit behind, but I will catch up. Um, but uh, so that's what you've been up to lately. But um, uh, so the very first episode you and I talked, we talked all about sales. Um, and that is to this day, at least last time I checked, the number one downloaded uh, episode that I have. Um, and and, and I've, I've <laughs> talked to Master Cicerones. I've talked to uh, industry uh, leaders um, in the craft beer world. But your episode is number one still. So um Aww. And and I say that uh, to not only uh, stroke your ego, but also anyone listening, uh, make sure you go back and listen to Julie's episode. I'll put it in the show notes uh, where she talks about sales. But um, but today I, I I wanted to talk about uh, marketing specifically. Um, but I, I, I you know selfishly I want to dive into uh, the, to define and explore exactly what content marketing is. And, and, um, I I see a lot of uh, industries, uh, use this. I see there's a lot of movies that, uh, um, use this in really wonderful, uh, subtle ways, but I don't see enough of this in the beer world. And, um, and I, 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 if I had hair, I'd, I'd pull it out because I, I don't understand why we, (laughs) we, we are, we are an industry built on passion and stories and flavor and experiences and, but there's not enough stories out there. But, um, so now I'm going to, uh, put this on you. Will you please, um, 
explain what exactly content marketing is and can you give us different examples? Sure. Um, this is a huge uh marketing topic to tackle, by the way. So I, I will try my hardest to kind of um, narrow it down and kind of do it from the beginning so people can understand sort of the building blocks of it. Um, first of all, I adore content marketing. I think it is um, absolutely one of the best ways that you can build brand awareness as a growing craft beverage company or brewery, right? Um, and I think... Uh, the best way to describe it is deliverable value. Um, that's probably the, the simplest way. Um, so when people, you know, humans in general make purchase decisions, right? It's because, um, we're usually triggered by some kind of, uh, emotion. Um, but we follow up that decision with logic, right? And so, um, when we're looking to kind of reassure our, our human brains that, yeah, it does make sense for me to buy this beer, right? Um, you're, you're looking for logical pieces of information or value um, that have been delivered to you in some way, shape, or form um, by a brand that sort of reinforces uh, your buying decision, does that make sense? Hopefully, I hate to be too like no, a- out abso- there with it. <laughs> absolutely, but just to just to help uh, get our feet on the ground, um, can you give us examples of this? Yes, of course. So um, the simplest example would be uh, off the top of my head. Let's say uh, you're a brewery. You want to highlight one of your specific beers. Um, say you send an email out to you know, your followers that are on your email list, like they've subscribed to an email list somewhere either on your social media channels or on your website. Um, and they're expecting to get some kind of information from you. Right. And you shoot off an email that says, Hey, uh, look at this beer. We just made it. Here's some, you know, features about it, like ABV and flavor profiles and things like that. But guess why you should also pick this up. Here is a recipe for, you know, beer bread that is using our new beer. So it's kind of um, a way that you can deliver additional content to your fans um, in a way that enhances their product experience. So it could be something as small as uh, a Facebook post, you know, that tells a story. Um, It could be an Instagram post that educates your consumers about, you know, uh, a beer that you have or how to taste the beer or different beer styles, you know, something educational, right? Um, it could be in the form of like inspiration. Um, it could be sending an email out about the origin story of your brewery, you know, that gets people inspired and gets them, you know, more involved with your brand. Um, it could be a video on your YouTube channel. Um, it's some you know, form of media that is adding value to your brand because it piques the interest of your target audience. And, you know, for me, I, I think there's that whole aspect of people will buy products, services, or information from you if they know, like, and trust you. That, that's kind of like a basic adage of oh, business. Yeah. They know, like, and trust you. So the question is, how do we get people to know, like, and trust us so they will give us their money? By providing value, um, by by letting them get to know you, and so you can do that through through story, through education. And um, and one of my one of my favorite examples that was just absolutely genius, and no matter how you look at it, is you know, uh, the, the toy brand Lego. I mean, they're the, I, the story I heard is that their sales were kind of waning. I mean, you had all these high tech, um, things and kids were looking at, you know, video games and iPads and everything. And they're like, God, how do we sell more? How do we sell more bricks? Well, you create a movie. <laughs> they, they put yeah. out, they put out a Lego movie that people paid for and they love the Legos. And so now all of their Lego, uh, sales are just you know, doing much better because they've created a culture around it. Um, and in the beer world, one of one of my particular favorites, the uh, Spanish beer brand Estrella Dam, they put out some short videos with well-known actors like uh, Jean Reno and 
and Dakota Johnson um, just to kind of tell stories and, and just kind of casually work the brand in there and, and help people think, oh, I, that was a fun story. That was a, I, I, I want to be part of that, that brand. I think those are um, the, the most classic examples that, that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, it's no, those are incredible examples. And, you know, it's, I, it, it's not that difficult to do. You know what I mean? I think that's, uh, I, I talk about content market. You can tell that my, like, gear, my brain is like, my gears are turning on where to start <laughs> Yes, it's... Uh, for this, because uh, it's a lot. And I get really excited about talking about this because, um, this is exactly the kind of stuff that I like mentioning to people when I say work smarter and not harder. Um, because, uh, breweries are one of the most fascinating businesses to work with as far as how much content you actually have. There are so many facets of a brewery, right? Like you, uh, you probably have an origin story, you know, how the owners got together or how you got started. Maybe you came from the home brewing world, you know, uh, if you're a production brewery, like, how did you get the location? Like, does your building have a history? You know, all these different things, right? Like, how did you decide on your recipes? How did you come up with the recipes? How did you scale up your recipes? You know, um, how do you pick your ingredients? Like, all, all these different things, right, can be sources for content marketing. And I love it when I can convey to breweries, like, look, let's not... Uh, reinvent the wheel, right? When it comes to your marketing, let's just look at, let's look inward, right? Let's look at what you have already because you've got a ton of assets to work with. You just have to know how to pick them out and dissect them and mold them into a form that is appealing for your target customers. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. And like if, if Luke Skywalker opened up a brewery instead of blowing up the Death Star, it still would have been a good story. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's just telling that story. <laughs> I love a good Star Wars reference, too. You know me. Like, I, would, <laughs> I could talk all day about that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we can come up with more. But, but, but at least for me, it, it, you, you're, you're kind of um, solving a couple different problems. You're, you're helping people get to know you, like you, and trust you. Um, uh, in the in the case of uh, the what you mentioned earlier by sharing uh, free content, um, um, even that was the essence of uh, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk's book, uh, Jab, 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 Punch, is like give, 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 ask. Um, yeah. It's yeah. like I want to share something with you that might entertain you, might educate you, might edutain you, um, um, or it might just help you level up your game somehow. Um, and don't forget me when you have a need for X, Y, or Z. And, and, uh, and I don't, right. I don't see enough people doing this every once in a while. You'll go on to uh, social media and you'll see a brewery put out a video about how the brewer brewed this beer. Great. That's fantastic. We need more of that. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, uh, the, I love that you brought up Gary V's book. Um, that's one of my favorite marketing books, by the way, I recommend that to everybody. If you haven't read Jab, 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 Right Hook, it's, um, amazing. So, I uh, what I like to kind of preface content marketing with is giving people the analogy of like trying to cross a river, you know, um, like if you're, you're basically trying to get your consumer from one, like point A to point B. Right. Think about it that way. Like they're going from, I have no idea what your brewery is, right. To actually purchasing something. That's kind of the general, like, would you say that's like the general gist of what people, but I mean, that's kind of what we're trying to do with marketing, right. Is Yeah. Um, you're trying to get people to take an action that hopefully will improve their yeah. lives. Right. I mean, if you're benevolent. Yeah, because exactly. So we're not marketing just for fun or because we like stressing ourselves out, but trying to come up with a lot of content, right? Like yeah. it's just not, it's not anybody's hobby. Like you're, you're trying to utilize marketing to facilitate sales. So how can we do that, right? Like, let's let's reverse engineer this. Um, if we're looking at getting somebody across like a river or a stream, they're probably going to need like stepping stones, right? Like, how, how do we get them from point A to point B? Mm -hmm. So you can utilize content marketing to help you do that, 
right? And those each of those stones, think about that as what people refer to as like a conversion, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's a marketing conversion and not a sales conversion. Sure. Um, so you're dropping kind of a pathway for that person to get to a purchase decision by giving them pieces of value, like a rock big enough to step on, right? To like make it to the next phase. And that's building brand awareness. Like when people say, oh, I need to build brand awareness. I need to build, you know, I need to increase brand awareness. This is what that actually means, (laughs) right? This is like, um, you are familiarizing that person with your brand in a way so that they feel comfortable on the other side of things of actually buying your product in a store or going to your tap room or, you know, purchasing something online. Now that we have e-commerce in the mix, even more than we used to. Right. So uh, that's what you're trying to do. And, you know, it's, it's very hard to define, uh, like, identify and define marketing conversions um, if you're not using content marketing because content marketing is so specific, right? Like you're you're involving your customer in the brand. You're getting them in, absorbed into a story, a, you know, like you said, a movie, you know, some kind of experience that will build that branded relationship with that person so that they're that much closer to buying something from you. So the more that you can do that with things like, you know, educational emails or informative social media posts, or even like what we're doing, like a podcast, you know, like a podcast, like a podcast. If anyone wants to grow their brand with a (laughs) podcast, I know a guy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And that's part of it. I'll Venmo you you later, Julie. Thanks. (laughs) Yes, sure. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But just things like, you know, uh, a press release, right? Like Mm -hmm. an informative press release. What do you have going on right now? Can you tell me more about a product? Um, I actually, uh, one of my favorite content marketing uh, breweries is Jester King out of Austin. Uh, well, I say Austin. It's right outside of Austin, yeah, Texas. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, I, I went to school down there, so they've been on my radar for a really long time. And I can get their beers here um, finally in Colorado, which is great. <laughs> but I stay, I stay on top of their social media and their email. Um, I love getting their emails just because they're so rich with value um, about that brand because I am a target customer for them, right? Yeah. So what, you know, the key with content marketing is giving me something of value that I'm going to appreciate so that I get more involved with your brand. So what is Jester King giving me as their target consumer? Um, They are giving me gorgeous photographs of like their compound that they have down there with like the goats and the, I was gonna you say, know, the barns and all that. that. That's, that's their, that's their marketing <laughs> ploy is just videos of those cute little dancing or jumping goats. It's so wonderful. Done. Right. Done. <laughs> and then on top of that, they are giving me beautiful media, whether it's a video or a photograph or whatever with their newest beer releases and it has ingredients with it. Right. Yeah. So, I know what to expect. I have, um, I can figure out like what that beer is about without even reading the label. Right. Because you, you've given me a frame of reference. Mm-hmm. Um, they also send out recipes, um, which I think is super fun, um, that involve some of their beers. So, you know, like I, I love to cook. I love to drink beer. I cook with my kids. We make beer bread. We've made beer cinnamon rolls. We've done all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, and then they're also uh, giving me like vacation options, like ideas for getaways to go visit the brewery. They talk about events. They talk about merchandise. It's it's like they are speaking directly to me. And that's kind of what you're shooting for. Perfect. You know, Perfect. really? Yeah. Like it, just speaking directly to the right person for your brand and your brewery and your products and then delivering them pieces of content 
that suck them in and bring them into your universe and make them want to run out their back door to go pick up your products sooner rather than later. Well, and I, I think you used this analogy last time, but it's like going up to someone at a bar and saying, hey, you want to get married? And they'll say, um, <laughs> they'll throw their drink in your face and they say, no, well, that's that's a horrible way of going about sales. Instead, you might try, you know, um, you know, meeting someone through a mutual friend, uh, aka referrals, um, or or you might mm-hmm. go up and say, "Hey, can I buy you a drink?" Um, you know, add, add value um, for a little bit of time, um, or say, I, "I I noticed you were struggling with something. Can I can I assist you in some way? Can I can I help? I'm 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 quite good at you know the the Rubik's cube or something like that. Um, you know, just kind of start nice and easy, and and then and then that first drink becomes a date, and that date becomes a, a weekend getaway, and weekend getaway becomes an engagement, and next thing you know, hey, everyone's everyone's happy. Um, uh, exactly. It, it's it's kind of <laughs> like going through that process little by little, but uh, it may be painstaking, but that's the way it works. I've got a question for you. How are you engaging with your customers? Are you adding value or just vying for attention? If you have a business, then you are an authority and should be regarded as a partner in everyone's mutual success. But getting that message across in the first place, that's the trick. At Mountain Sea Media, I use education and storytelling to keep your brand on top of mind. So if you're done with ineffective marketing and want to create more impact, I want Mountain Sea Media to be your resource for high-value branded content. Contact me at jeremy at mountainseamedia.com to explore the possibilities. After all, it's your story. I'll help you tell it. Yeah, you've got to date your customers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, that I'm, not that I'm encouraging bad behavior. Let's I'm see. That's going to that's going to be an opening quote. I'm going to pull that out. I know. <laughs> you've you've got to learn how to court your customers through your marketing efforts, and one of the best ways that you can do that is with content marketing. So I guess you could think of content marketing as like chivalry. You know, like a really nice way to you know uh, show that you care. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to your to your customers is saying like, you know, I'm going to give you this not because, you know, you didn't ask me for it, but I care enough about your patronage that I'm going to tell you things about our brand and I'm going to give you uh, ways that you can interact with us and get involved with the brewery totally. in you know, different ways, shapes and forms so that we do have a relationship. And oh, by the way, I'm also going to keep it spicy because I'm going to try different stuff, you know, throughout the length of our relationship just to keep you around so you don't get bored. You know, you don't go off with another brand. That sounds terrible, but that's the best way I can put it. I mean, <laughs> but you know what? I love that. I should, I should have. Yeah. Well, this, this can also be a, a great podcast for marketing and marriage counseling. So we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll double duty. Um, but, but, but using that same analogy is, is great. And it, it you know, it, it drove me crazy. Um, a guest we spoke with um, earlier this year. We talked all about marketing, um, and and we talked about how in back in the days with the Mad Men days in the fifties and sixties, it was all about interruption and keep up the Joneses and don't you want to be just like everyone else and and um, and that 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 doesn't work anymore. Um, and and this whole content marketing even goes into um, I was just reading something where it goes into products that are just pure commodities and there's there's no way you can establish a relationship or a personal culture around something like laundry detergent but the way that you tell that story can make you feel like you're part of a bigger legacy and and be a part of you know it's just how you tell that story and how this product helps that story move you along in a in a way that's mutually beneficial it's that's the stuff that as a writer and a content creator i find that stuff interesting how can i tell a story that doesn't hoodwink people but how can i tell a story to help them understand that a relationship with this company or this entity whatever that is is mutually beneficial and it's going to be great everyone's going to be happy if we if we can just combine our our forces together and and 
And, uh, and, and that's really the promise of a beer and a good food pairing as well. It's like, you know, we, we want to get paid. We want uh, the servers to get great tips and we want the customers to say, hell yeah, that was amazing. I'm coming back next Wednesday. That's the goal of all this stuff. Oh yes. Yes. I'm so glad that you mentioned beer and food pairing. And I can't believe that that didn't strike me before in my examples, but, um, yes. And uh, to be honest with you, it's, um, it really is all about the, like the end result, right? The experience, like what, what do you want the consumer to walk away with? Right? Like, you know, um, uh, the example that I like to use actually is, um, like stone brewing, right. Regardless of how you feel about stone and, you know, everything, um, they are very, very good at marketing overall. Um, and their content marketing supports all of this a hundred percent. They're very clear about the results of engaging with stone is that you're like the beer rebel, you know, Stone has a very distinct perspective, right? Like they are not for your typical like macro, what they would call yellow fizzy beer drinker, right? Okay. And if you think about that, it's it's an end result, right? Like it's not, they aren't talking about their individual beers. They're talking about what you're getting when you are involved with stone as a brand as in like I buy stone beer, right? That's kind of like an identity, you know, that I have, what does that say about me? Okay. Well, that says like, I'm bucking the system. I don't Hmm. accept macro. You know what I mean? Like I want something different. It's also like aggressive, you know, they've got the gargoyle. They've got all that, right? Like it's aggressive hopping, yeah, you know, arrogant um, bastard, are you worthy? As opposed to exactly. Stone, Stone's American Strong Ale, would you like some? Yes, exactly. It's not polite. We'll put it that way. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and you know, everything that they do has that feeling to it. So if you're on their email list, the the emails that you get from them have that consistent branding message, right? And the things that they're giving you of branded value, like, Oh, you can buy this merchandise. Oh, we're going to, you know, uh, here's a new video from Greg cook. And like, you don't get like a nice polite message from him. You get like him in flip flops with a scraggly beard and, you know, probably expletives and stuff like that. Right. But it, (laughs) but it all like follows the same pattern, right? Like it's consistent branding and the way that they add value to that is through different channels, like their social media, um, their website, YouTube channel, email list, merchandise, all that kind of stuff. And if you think about it all in the big picture, what that basically does is warm up the audience. Like these are the expectations and we're just going to continue giving you this value that is consistent with our branding all the time. And that's how they create like this loyal army of stone fans. Hopefully that makes sense. No, I know that, that was no, a that, lot of that was a lot of pieces. No, that's that's <laughs> perfect though. It, it's basically saying this is who we are and what we stand for, and this is where we're going. Who wants to go along for the ride? Um, and it's and and that is kind of next level stuff too, where you're identifying this is this is who we are. We're not a brewery for everybody. We're a brewery for this person. And there's a lot of breweries out there like, oh, we cater to everybody. So then there, why if why would you be brand loyal? I mean, if you're basically the uh, uh, beer version of hotel art, if, if you're trying to make everyone, um, you know, uh, unoffended um, or uninterested or uninspired because um, you want to make it uh, – you know, happy and peaceful, uh, as one example, I'm, I'm kind of going off on a riff, but, um, but, but to kind of identify your a thousand true fans to kind of, uh, kind of pull that quote from the internet. Um, you're kind of, (laughs) you're kind of defining your tribe and, and with the tribe, you kind of get a little bit more buy-in, you get a little bit more no like, and trust value and you get a little bit more, um, um, uh, Oh God, I just lost the word, but, uh, where people are going to stay with your brand. They're not going to be, uh, yes. they're, they're not going to just, you know, be so promiscuous with different beers. Right. And, and I know that, um, 
you know, I want to really tie this back in to specifically content because I really want people to understand when you say content, it could be anything from as small as a branded Facebook post with some, with a really great caption, right. Um, that you're just like giving people information. It could be the media that you're giving them, like making sure that you're giving them sales focused media that is on brand and makes sense with your brewery or your brand. Um, you know, it could be an email with additional things for, for them to do. Um, which is a whole nother subject, by the way, is that, you know, if you want to continue to involve people with your brand, you have to tell them what to do with your content. Otherwise they're not going to do anything with it. (laughs) So uh, a big part of content marketing is actually making sure that you are, um, it seems very simple, but making sure that you're telling people what, you know, you're telling me, what do I do with this recipe? Right. Tell me to go home and cook it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's as simple as that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a Facebook post, what do you want me to do with this? Follow us over on Instagram, like go to a different network, right. And interact with us over there or click on our website to, you know, buy merchandise like, you know, or sign up for an event that we're doing like a meet the brewer educational event. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that, that's additional content. So you just have to make sure that you're, telling people what to do with it and giving them instructions for how to interact with you. Because really um, this type of marketing is all about, you know, inspiring and encouraging action, you know, so that you can get that person to the next step in the brand loyalty phase, like the brand awareness phase, right? Like you want to continue to spur action along each step of the path, like across that little river or the stream um, to get to the point where, uh, you know, eventually your ultimate goal is to get them to a point of brand advocacy, which is where, you know, I'm in a talk with my neighbors right outside and we're having a beer on the weekend. And I'm like, Oh, I just picked this up. Look at this. You know, eventually that's what you want. You want people to stand around in random places and talk about your beers with other people. Yeah. Like who doesn't want that to happen? That's, (laughs) you know, that's one of the greatest forms of marketing ever is just word of mouth referrals. Right. So that's, that's kind of what you're uh, working up to is it uh, where you're so familiar and so invested in a brand that you're willing to talk to other people without that company even knowing and just spread the good word for them. Kind of like giving somebody a restaurant recommendation, right? Absolutely. Um, Yeah. When somebody says like, I want great pizza, where do I go? Oh, let me tell you about this place, you know? Yeah. And and so from a practical standpoint of, okay, so you and I have our own breweries and we're part of the marketing team. We're like, okay, this is great. I, I, I totally get the content marketing. Um, I get why it's valuable. How do I do it? Um, one of the ways that I thought was uh, just pretty ingenious, there was a um, very, very uh, large brewery. I'm going to keep the names out on this one. Uh, but they, <laughs> but they, they had a, but, you know, this, this particular uh, mega brewery is great at marketing. So let's call it what it is. They had um, one of their uh, craft breweries had um, a, a dish that was super popular. And so they put out... Uh, kind of like a little ripoff sheet in the grocery stores of of all the ingredients you need at this grocery store to make this dish. And don't forget to buy this beer with these ingredients. And then on the back of it was how to make this dish at home once you have the ingredients and the beer at home. And it was one of those things where, of course, the grocery stores are going to love it. Yeah, the grocery stores are going (laughs) to love it because now they're upselling with just this little tear-off piece of paper. People are like, oh, my gosh, I love that dish. I want to make that at home. Here's how. Oh, I got to get the beer, too. Um, So they're increasing sales of that beer. They're increasing sales for that account. And the customer's going home going, I can't wait to have this dish. And it's just, it's like, and and it wasn't... It wasn't an expensive thing. You're basically come up with the idea, design, and print these little tear-off sheets and get them out to all the things and, you know, it was all the stores. It, it, it was a beautiful piece of content marketing. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. I, I love stuff like that where it can um, come into play on multiple levels, and there's a whole bunch of businesses that uh, benefited from that, from the process that you just talked about, which is 
that's like a win-win for everybody. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. Uh, it goes beyond the trifecta. I mean, there's other entities yeah. involved. Yeah. But yeah. What, what are other ways that um, smaller breweries um, with, you know, maybe there's a marketing person or a marketing-minded individual who happens to work at the brewery, let alone mm-hmm. those breweries with um, devoted marketing teams, how can we uh, utilize content marketing in a in a better way? You, you've already kind of described some, but I want to I want to uh, focus on this question specifically. Okay, um, you know I think the easiest go to for me to suggest for people is education, like some form of education, right? Because there's still a lot of people out there, you know that don't know a ton about beer. Um, and even if they do, they don't know everything about your brewery and they certainly don't know everything about like behind the scenes. Right. So, um, I have to remind folks that I work with that are smaller, you know, brewery, smaller, excuse me, smaller size breweries in general, um, look inward and don't take anything small for granted. Because some of the things that we consider ho-hum, you know, daily things could be really exciting and educating, uh, you know, educational for the general public. Um, so, like, how does your canning line work? You know, that's a, <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but, like, are you packaging beer? Like, how, how does that work? Like, you know, um, can you give us a little like short video of like things actually being packaged or could you talk about um, the different styles of beer in your entire portfolio and then maybe do like a blog post, right? Just write about it um, and take some pictures, right? And give me, you know, some notes about how to taste beer properly or what to look for in off flavors, right? Like we're always worried about sensory stuff, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. always concerned with that. That's not super common knowledge to, to, you know, regular consumers out there. Um, so things that you can do like that, I always encourage, you know, blogs are not dead, you know, for anybody who wants to fight me on that, I encourage you. Um, well, <laughs> I, I didn't think that was ever a question. <laughs> I I hear that a lot from people. Email is dead. Blogging is dead. All that, you know, all these things. No, absolutely not. It's, it's not. And, um, there's a reason why blogging and emailing still works is because when you write it from a place of authenticity and you can provide brand value to your audience, um, people are going to be excited about reading your blog or reading your email. So, you know, start writing, start as simple as that, right? It doesn't cost you a thing. You probably already have a website. You probably already have, you know, a way to send emails to people. Hopefully, if not, you should be using the free version of MailChimp. Just go out and sign up for it. It's super easy. Um, You know, just take a little bit of time um, and think about all the small things that happen in your brewery kind of on a daily basis um, that not everybody would know about. You know, tasting beer, serving beer. How did you come up with the label, right? Like, who's the artist on the label? What kind of music do you play in the tap room? You know, all these things. And why? And why? Why do you play Motown hits on Thursdays? Why why is that a thing? You know, it's like... There's always a story. There's always a story to tell. And, you know, you and I have talked about um, Building a Story Brand, that book by uh, Donald Miller before. And it's like... excuse me, I, you know, it's like mind blowing, right. When you can really, um, relate it to the craft beer world. Um, it's super fascinating. And I think it just opens up so many doors because it, everyone has a story. Every craft brewery has a story. I don't care who you are going from, you know, nano size brew pub all the way up to the big production facilities with multiple locations across the U S everyone has stories to tell. And, consumers are interested in that. So just start telling stories, start educating, you know, start inspiring people, um, make your brand relatable and personal, you know, um, talk about how you're involved with your community. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, talk about your staff. 
uh, things that are important to you. And this is literally stuff that you can just sit down and open up a spiral notebook, jot some, jot down some ideas, um, and just start either writing about it or taking photos, you know, whatever you're good at, right? And then getting that content out consistently to your target audience and using a voice in your copywriting that resonates with them and makes sense to them. And I I would almost guarantee you, you know, the value of my business that it will work. <laughs> well, which is a big statement. So <laughs> well, well and, and I've experienced this um for for decades. I remember doing sales training working at a gear store years and years ago and and uh and the very you know they said, you know, when when someone comes into your store, your brewery, wherever it is, the first thing out of your mouth should have nothing to do with sales. Um and that oh, goes yes. along with uh, uh, Gary Vee's uh, jab, 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 right hook. It goes along with uh, the idea of like, you're not going to go into a bar and say, can I buy you a drink before we get married? No, no. Just, mm-hmm. hey, I, you know, um, I, I want to give you something that I think will enhance your life. I, can I buy you a drink? Uh, maybe have a little conversation. Um, uh, you know, it, it's it, it's that same type of mentality of, of, just, of just going and provide value, provide value, provide value. And at some point be like, Hey, can I ask a favor? You know, it's, you know, in it, in, and it doesn't have to be mousy like that. It can be a little bit more direct, but, but remember you're trying to add something, you're trying to give something, right? Yes, exactly. And, you know, I, while we were sitting here talking about, I thought, well, you know, I should probably give Jeremy some more examples of this and I'll try to do it really quickly. Cause, um, but I, I want to give people something familiar. I This is how I teach sales. I, I like giving a frame of reference for everything. You're going to tell more, a story in this, aren't yeah, you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the more you can make something familiar, right? Like everybody has, like storytelling has been around since the prehistoric times. It, it is a big reason why we're human, right? Like if you think about it at the very basics, right? So Our brains are um, wired for story. Yes, they are completely. And you know, uh, I was thinking in particular of my friends at, uh, Lady Justice Brewing here in Denver. Um, and they are a small, uh, a very small operation, um, in, in Denver proper. And, um, the three ladies that own, own it and run it. And, uh, they're the head brewers for everything, but they have a wonderful story. Uh, their business model actually gives back to various charities. Like they pick a different one every month and a portion of your purchases go back to that local charity. Right. So every month they have a new story to tell and it has nothing to do with their beer, like zero. It's all about the community organization that they're giving to, right? Yeah. And this goes out in their email newsletter. It goes out on social media. Um, They also put press releases out into local media, things like this. But what it does as a consumer, it piques my interest, right? Like they're speaking to me like, oh, look at this great story. Not only do I love their beer, but they're telling me about the community organization they're giving back to. And oh, by the way, they're also having an event that is kind of like a fundraiser. That's even more content, right? And this is what they have going on in the event. Um, but there's literally no mention of specific products, right? They're not like hawking sales at me right away, yeah. but they're giving me content that I want to consume so that I'm further invested with their brand. Hopefully that makes sense. Well, well, frankly, (laughs) you know, basically what I heard is uh, help us save lives. All you have to do is drink a beer. And when I hear a story like that, I'm thinking I don't need more information. I'm in. Where where do I sign (laughs) up? It's um, it it can be the the power of story, the power of purpose, the power of uh, all the stuff that you and I have talked about many times previously. Um, This is this is where modern marketing is. This is where purpose-driven marketing is. This is where content marketing is. Um, 
And uh, yes. and and uh, please forgive the the shameful plug, but um, anyone listening to this knows I've I've partnered with uh, Brewery DB um, because they are trying to kind of do the same thing. They're trying to get information out to consumers and and help breweries do better. And they're 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 going after this win 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 scenario. And the way that they're trying to help get that information out is is I am creating some content on food pairing and and beer styles and other stuff to help people. Uh, learn more about this um, stuff and appreciate it more and enjoy it more and and it's a win all the way around and and again uh, please forgive me I'm not trying to um, you know plug myself more than I ought to but um, but that oh, is your podcast but, it, but it's my podcast so I'm <laughs> so I'm plugging but 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 and that's why I partnered with this entity because the they're their um, uh, values and purpose were in total alignment with mine is with the podcast is the more, you know, the better it gets. And, oh yeah, and, and, and that to me, and, and that was one of the reasons why I kept thinking about this stuff is, is like, this stuff is just so much better. Um, even statistically, I mean, you can look at the statistics on this stuff and it, it is um, like ridiculously better than just like hey have you have you gotten your your little gizmo gadget today and but wait there's more it, it is so much it is so much better than that yes yes and you know um i because i adore you and the podcast and uh-huh. i love your audience and i i want to give so i want to give you a little freebie <gasps> as like a way to get people started because i know we've been talking about all these um like conceptual ideas of content marketing, but I also want people to walk away from this episode with some actionable ways that they can get started with content marketing. I hope that's okay. Oh, that's um, fine by me. You have to ask them. Okay. No, just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I want people to think about it this way and you can do this like on a Excel spreadsheet or Google sheet, or just sit down uh, with a piece of paper and draw up uh, like a little grid, like a tic-tac-toe, style grid, you know? Um, and, uh, I want you to kind of have columns that go across the page, um, with some basic themes that you can use that appeal to almost anybody, honestly, almost any target, uh, customer. Now, what you'll have to do is style it in a way that fits with your brand. Um, but there's some basic, like overarching themes and marketing that tend to appeal to almost anybody. And one is education. One is information or, you know, something that's informative, right? Um, another one is inspiration. Like how can you inspire people? Um, another one is a peek behind the scenes, right? Um, another one is social proof, which is, uh, you know, like reviews or testimonials or, you know, I know people hate untapped in the beer world, but like a really great review on untapped or, you know, Yelp or something like that. Um, you know, and another one is objections or can you debunk a myth? And those are like some common overarching themes in, uh, marketing that people kind of stick to all the time. If you look at like the topics of their posts or emails or, you know, things on their website. And then, Along the left-hand side, I want you to think of all the things that you do as a business or that relate to like your core values, right? So let's say Jeremy and I have a brewery. Beer is going to be one of those things, right? Because we make beer. That's what we do. We have a brewery, right? Yes. Um, You know, in uh, like the Lady Justice example, there's this community, right? So like charitable giving, that would be another one of their like core values and kind of an overarching theme of the entire organization. Um, if you focus on education, uh, beer education could be part of that. Another one could be, um, you know, industry news, right? Like you're, you're a brewery, you're in the uh, beer industry. What could you talk about with just the beer industry in general? If people are drinking beer, they're interested in the beer industry, Right. Like that's, I mean, that's kind of, (laughs) it's a little broad, but, you know, thinking about um, just putting different topics or core values about your brewery or business on that left-hand column, and then look at it like you want to fill in the intersections 
of the rows and the columns. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully that's not too weird. But in no, thinking about cool. coming up with content ideas, you give yourself like a matrix, right? And then at the intersection of say beer and education, maybe you put something about, you know, uh, a blog post about beer tasting, you know, maybe food is on your core value list. Um, you know, with you, Jeremy, like talking about beer and food pairings, right. That would fall under education. Um, you know, something that might fall under beer and food for inspiration is like a really fantastic, you know, recipe that you found for like a beer dinner, or can you guide someone through a beer dinner in a video, mm -hmm. like something like that. Oh, yeah. So when you can kind of go to those intersections of these, um, you know, values that describe your particular business at the intersection of, you know, these overarching themes that really resonate with consumers, you will never run out of content. <laughs> and, and, I almost guarantee you. <laughs> and that's fantastic. And and while you were saying that, I, I kept thinking about we were talking about uh, you know videos of your canning line, and 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 I can I can think that people might be like I've 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 seen it before. I don't need to see that. But but um, for anyone listening, you I I would add on top of that, if I may, um, think about who you're trying to talk to. If you have people who are engineering minded, they would love to see that canning line. If, oh, you, think, yeah. if you think of people who are uh, history and literature minded, maybe you talk about the history of this beer style and how it came along and, and how you're carrying the torch today with this beer that you just released. If you're someone who just loves to cook, maybe you have the beer pairing thing like we talked about. But mm -hmm. you know, uh, keep in mind that everyone has different things that they care about, different things that they love. So that should open up even more possible stories to tell and even more content to put out there. Oh yeah, definitely. Just make sure that you're very clear about, like to touch on what you were speaking about earlier, what differentiates you, right? What do you do better than anybody else? Like what really makes your brand stand out in a crowd and then run with that and thinking about that ideal person that would really value what you do best more than anyone else. Like, and what is that person like? Where do they get their information? What are they inspired by? You know, what, what, what other things are they interested in? You know, I, it just a different, like the breweries here right now, you know, baseball season just started. A lot of them are posting about, come into the tap room and watch the Rockies game, right? Why are they doing that? They're doing that because they know that their target customers like beer and baseball, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that's an indicator to them. And, you know, if they're offering like a special game time meal pairing or something, that's awesome. That's a piece of content, you know, that you can put out there on different channels. And like, here's the value that we're delivering to you because we know you, we're talking to you. We're not talking to ourselves. We're speaking directly to you. Yeah, and and the the yeah, this is fantastic. I, I you and I both know we could go on easily for another hour, but um, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I'm I am going to uh, start our wind down process. But you've already uh, answered the normal questions before, so I have a whole new set of questions for you. Uh oh! I hope you're it's ready. Like the light, the lightning round. Okay. Well, <laughs> and, and the, the last questions are they usually are hard, but uh, th these ones are like twice as hard. So, um, okay. The <laughs> uh, first one is: What do you wish more people understood about beer, or beer marketing, or beer sales? Um, biggest thing that I tell people is that um, you don't dislike beer; you just haven't found one that you like yet. Everyone likes beer. That's probably the, biz, the biggest misconception is that um, I wish that they knew more about flavor profiles because I feel like there's a beer out there for everybody. You just have to figure out what it is. <laughs> so um, just about beer in general, I guess that's how I feel about that. Um, about beer marketing, I wish that more people understood that it is um, – not like shooting fish in a barrel. It is what I like to call calculated influence. Um, and you're not being pushy. You're not being salesy. Um, 
you have a business, you have to sell things. Otherwise you don't have a business anymore. Um, so I would love for people to get more comfortable with the fact that telling people about your products or your brand is not pushy. It's not inconvenient. If people don't want to be there, they will get out. Trust me. Um, but that you should feel comfortable with talking all the time about your beers and your brands, because there is a beer for everybody and you just have to talk to the right people and they will love you for it. Um, because you are providing value for them. You know, there, there are needs and wants to be fulfilled. Yes. Yes. Everyone wins. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. So the next question is, um, you know, we can, f uh, uh, fast forward into the future and COVID is now officially over. You can leave your home. Um, you can bring your husband and children if you want, or you can go solo, but you can go anywhere in the world for a beer and a meal. Where are you going to go and what are you going to have? Oh, oh my gosh. Holy smokes. This is so hard, but I can tell you this, my brain immediately, and this is a Jeremy story. This is a nachos and I think it was Dos Equis that we talked about last Pacific, time. Pacific, <laughs> I, I go Pacifico. That's what it was. Yeah. Pacifico. Okay. Um, immediately my brain jumped to uh, a beer that I used to sell back in the day, early in my career. Um, it is called Cloister Weltenberger. Oh. Um, it is in Regensburg, Germany, which is just north of Munich. And it's a monastery. Um, it is the oldest monastery brewery on the planet. Um, and they have a beer garden that would blow your mind. And they have what's called a Schweinhoxen. <laughs> I'm going very detailed on this. Just forgive me. Yes, exactly. Um, it's delicious pork. It is delicious roasted pork in the middle of Germany that is just that will knock your socks off. And then it's paired with a, a beautiful, authentic German Dunkel that is just, it's magical. So it's, it's right on the Danube river. <laughs> it's beautiful. All right. beautiful. Uh, yeah. So I would, I would probably go there mo most likely. <laughs> that, that, that's a great, that, that's a great story uh, about that. Um, <laughs> Um, so this time I am not going to ask you the question, why does good beer matter? Because you've already answered that. My question for you okay. is, I, I know you are a mom, but you're also in the beer world. Mm -hmm. What do you teach your children about beer? Uh, respect. First and foremost, without a doubt. I, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. I, I, uh, this probably comes from years of being in the import world. Um, I got very accustomed to the... European perspective of beer, which is that it's all about enjoyment and gathering and, uh, you know, being social and, and connecting with people and family. Um, it's not about beer bongs and shotguns and, you know, <laughs> it's something to be abused. So um, even though my boys are still very young, uh, we do allow them to taste beer and appreciate beer with myself and my husband. And um, just to have a respect for somebody's craft um, that they've put hard work into and nuances of flavors and that it's something to be savored and enjoyed and respected um, and, and not abused. I love that. Uh, I, I love that. Um uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll let that go. I'm, I'm going to let that kind of afterglow continue on. I, 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 okay. I, have, I have, I have some thoughts with my own kids and, and everything, but you know what? I'm, you said it perfectly. I cannot add anything better to that. So, um, uh, so, uh, so you have a business, um, and you did mention before we started recording that, um, that you have gotten busy once again, which is, which is fantastic, but there may still be some people out there that want to buy your courses, join a mastermind that you talked about. How can anyone listening connect with you, a talk with you, um, or, uh, learn what knowledge you have to share? Oh, this is exciting. There's an easy way to do this too. First, uh, just head over to my website. Um, it's pretty easy. It's not your hobby marketing.com. 
Um, there's no one else that has something close. So even if you Google it, you know, you should be able to find me. Um, I'm a one woman show here. So it, you can find all of my products and services on my website. There's a little chat box there that goes directly to me. It's not like an answering service. So <laughs> you could actually chat with me on my website, which is fun. Um, if you have any questions about uh, more about what I do or need some further explanation, but yes, I, I would love for people to kind of come into my universe. If you, you know, need a little bit of, uh, business educational help. Um, I've got plenty of online courses that, you know, you can do it on your own. You don't have to talk to me. And, uh, like you said, I, I have a super fun mastermind group, um, that's very low priced. It's very low commitment. I try to make it easy for everybody. It is off of social media, which is nice. You don't have to join like a Facebook group or anything. Um, yeah. And we sort of learn together through shared experiences. Um, so I do some live coaching. We do some interviews. We do some Q and a sessions. Um, people kind of feed off of each other. I put lots of resources in the group. Um, and if, you know, if people do want to talk to me about coaching, I'm all, I'm, I'm up for it anytime. So just book a call with me online from my website. Um, or you can find me on social media. Um, uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram at not your hobby marketing. Um, I am on the Twitter, but I'm not a big tweeter, <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you do want to find me, um, <laughs> I am on Twitter at, uh, not your hobby MS. Um, whoever took my Twitter handle of not your hobby marketing, I'm going to come after you. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no, but it, it's, uh, you can find me on social media. I'm on there a lot. Um, uh, you know, but please reach out on the website. Everything comes straight to me. And I would love to hear from people, even if you just have feedback and not questions about my services or anything. Great. But yeah, yeah. reach out anytime. <laughs> and do you have a call to action or final words for any listeners? Um, don't be afraid of marketing and sales. It's not as hard as you think it is. Um, and you just have to think about it in terms of how do you buy things? How do you interact with products and think about your own experiences and then reflect those in your own like branded business practices? It's not rocket science. It's just sales. Wonderful. Julie, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Always, as always, I love talking to you. I can't wait to see you in person and have a beer like we've been talking about for over a year now. Um, but, uh, I know. But it's, yeah, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. But, uh, but um, thank you again for sharing your knowledge and your enthusiasm and your experience and your stories with everyone. Um, I, I really hope this helps everyone out there, everyone included. So thank you. I hope so too. Thank you so much for having me. Opening a brewery or tap room and showing up is a great first step to a successful beer business. But well-branded content marketing can take you where you want it to go. It's efficient, effective, and can greatly improve your business if it's done well. Thank you to Julie for once again helping us raise the bar in beer. In the next episode, we begin a short series on all things sensory by discussing the impact it has on our lives and what we do without it. Good Beer Matters is a show about great beer, great friends, and the experiences we create together. But it's also about better beer education so you can level up your game. So if you're a beer and food professional or even a beer enthusiast, then please subscribe to Good Beer Matters podcast and go to goodbeermatters.net for more resources and next steps. After that, grab a beer, hang out with friends, and let the world open up. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Cheers.